What's up, everybody? Welcome to What's in Your iPad. I'm your man, Cypher Omni, sitting here with Cheese the Producer, Chick oh, on God. the Beat, Misled. Thank you. And we also have a new member in the, on the podcast this week, J1 Star B. Say what's up to everybody, man. Hey, now what's going on, everybody? <laughs> and what we're going to do this, what we're going to do this episode is uh, get to know you a little bit, give everybody an opportunity to get to know all of us a little bit more. Uh, where we are, you know, what we do, what got us into music, and you know, what we're doing with music and how we are in this iOS movement that we're doing right now. So, who wants to kick it off? J1, what's good? Welcome to the family. <laughs> Word. Okay, guess I'll start it off. So, as folks don't know, J1 Star, little known fact, did about I think like 23 something years in the military, but that, that ties into on, on basically the story of how I kind of got to the iOS. So before doing that, I was um, like, she's a Reason fan, started off using Reason. Well, actually we back that off to actually get into the whole thing. So once upon a time, 2003, when I was in Iraq for the first time, basically in my head was like, you know what? The worst thing that ever would, could happen to me is if I fall asleep in the middle of war zone and wake up dead. So, or me and my people that was in my, in my truck, what we'd do, we'd play, you know, we get our CDs, DVD, CDs and stuff, we'd play them in the truck, we weren't supposed to, but it was like, look, it's survival, you know what I'm saying? You just don't want to be that person. So, we kept on playing until the batteries go dead. And back then, you didn't have like, you know, a commissary to easily just stop by and get more batteries. So, there's times I'd just be in the hatch, just thinking of like every song that I could play in my head. And then like one day, I was just thinking of stuff in my head that wasn't something I'd never heard. And I was thinking, well, how in the world can I, you know, put this all together? And then that's kind of how I started getting and started using um, Propeller Head Reason. Like, went on YouTube, went on to a site called Boy in the Band and started, like, going to all the tutorials. And then, um, so then one day in time while I deployed to Afghanistan, um, I wanted to start getting into DJing. And so when I um, went on R&R, I was like, hey, you know, let me start sourcing out some things, you know, some turntables, some mixes, stuff like that. And then once again, going on YouTube, I looked at, you know, at people using Tractor DJ or Tractor Pro, but it wasn't using no MIDI controls. They were using the iPad. And basically, they ad hoc the iPad onto their, onto their MacBook. And I just thought it was the coolest thing ever. That was the only reason why I got an iPad at first. Because it's like, yo, if I could do that, if I could do that, go into the war zone and show, because the people that taught me how to DJ was like Belgian soldiers. And so when I went back and I showed them, they just thought like, their jaw just was on the floor. They're so used to, because they're, they're so used to turntables, deep, you know, TDJs and all that other stuff. Here, this yeah. dude is just walking around, the, or walking around the place, mixing songs as he pleased. And they just thought it was the coolest <laughs> thing ever. So then after that, I was like, hmm, I wonder what I could take this. And then that's when I went and it was like, it was like Christmas. 2012, and I bought like $300 worth of apps. That's like the most I ever bought in my life. It was, <laughs> and the app that I bought everything in was, was Aria Pro. So the funny thing about Aria Pro, uh, yeah. so I, I, I literally just bought like 99% like of everything. So then I was like, okay, let's start making music. I turned it on, and I couldn't get no sound. And I was like, oh. It's like, you know that feeling you had in your heart was like, oh, man. I made a big mistake. <laughs> and, and it was like I was like man how, how could I return all this this is like $300 worth of ass. like if someone saw, saw this on Twitter back in the days oh man I would just be mean forever 
And then <laughs> the, the ultimate the solution to all it was, oh, just buy audio bus. So I bought audio bus, and I finally got sound going. I was like, whoo! <laughs> and, and then ever since then, it, it's like, man, it, it's just been an awesome journey. It, like the, the cool thing about iPad that, I, that I've learned was like, okay, like, yeah, folks who could pay thousands of dollars of going to colleges or schools, you know, for music production, stuff like that. Like, I literally learned everything I learned basically on a tablet, using a tablet. And, and it's like, if I were to go into a studio, I won't totally look like an absolute fool because I could be like, oh, this is kind of like the mixer on Aria or the mixer on whatever and just go with it. Or, oh, this is kind of like, you know, like go to EQ and stuff like that. Like, like I can literally go to anywhere and not be a total idiot in the studio. And that's the thing that people need to understand with, with you know, the tools iOS. Like, folks want to, like, bash on it, but it's like, this is like a great education tool. This is the ultimate great education tool because it's like, you don't necessarily need to go to school and spend thousands of dollars and be like, okay, I'm not sure if I want to do, I want to pursue this here. If you already got an iPhone or, or, or a tablet, you can go in and try it out. And if it's not to your liking, okay, cool. No, no harm, no foul. But if you want to go even further, then at least you right there. And then like I said, you can be proficient and, and can literally just go to a studio and, and make things happen. Or you can be like, okay, Here's um, FL Studio. I might not understand how you know the workflow, but I know you know if I get the audio or if they got you know you know simp soft simps, I can still roll with it. Same thing for Reason. The same thing for mm-hmm. for basically any doll that's a computer desktop doll. So it's like like that's like one of the, the cool things about it. And plus, it's portable. Like like some of my uh, craziest thing, like some of my best work. Why I say best work has been when I'm like deployed or in like another country because it's like there I can sit down and be on the train and actually do things normally because when I be in the States, I'm the one that's always driving from here to there. But mm-hmm. then like in Korea, I can just, you know, sit on the train and just make some stuff or if I'm in like the middle of like, you know, you just got off duty or some work, I can just go in there and start, start making stuff happen. Like, like it's, it's just one of those I, I things sure where... It's one of those things that probably takes you, takes your mind away too, you know what I'm saying, from your duties right then and there, you know what I'm saying? I bet that's that's a great outlet too, to just have that tangibly right there in front of you like you use it, having an iOS device with you. Because we were just talking about that recently on the, uh, I think on the last episode we were talking about, you know, how convenient it is and, you know, having your travels, you know, being on the train and what, and, and so what and so forth. And I think that's pretty dope, man, because your, your sentiments sound pretty much the same as everybody else's with the mm-hmm. iOS and then the cool thing, and then like the cool thing is, it's like, because back in the days, like, yeah, we probably all went through, like, we have our, our desktop top doll that we keep in the house and stuff like that. You could be like away from it and you just have ideas left and right and left and right. Yeah. And then you go in there and you turn it on and it's like everything just goes blank. Yeah, you gotta you know, wait for it to load up. IPad, you- <laughs> and being confined, yeah. Right. And that different scenery got to be crazy inspiring. Like being in all these places and in, in the world, like I would make some killer beats if I'm sitting in Japan. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, 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 I was a dirty ass Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know I'm in a dump. <laughs> I'm in the dump, the whole New York dump. 
Yeah. I was in Long Island last night, and it was crazy because I heard crickets. I was like, man, I ain't heard crickets. <laughs> 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 like, this this big-ass bug assaulted me last night. It fell on my face. Like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and that thing fell on my face, fell on my arm, and I plucked him. And he, like, took the pluck, like, ah, I eat those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot yeah. you. You two are the New Yorkers, definitely. Y'all right there, New Yorkers, Hester's, pure New Yorkers. New Yorkers. Where, where are you at, uh, J1? Where you at? Oh, Jacksonville, Florida. So I'm oh, going to go over everybody. Ooh, you got that humidity and the big ass mosquitoes. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Like, like you see my, my windshield? Yep, I, I, they, 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 I put it on everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. How long you been in Florida? Um, well, for my first 18 years and I joined the military and then I got out, just came back. Yeah. There you go. So, that's what's so up, man. let me ask you, cause we all did this episode one. We, we went through our five favorite apps. So what are your five favorite apps? And I know I just blindsided you. So I'll give you a minute to think because there's so many out there. <laughs> we can so edit it. Right. <laughs> I mean, for more or less. For currently right now, my five favorite apps would be Nano Studio 2 would be number one for like the DAW. Like, like the reason why I use Nano Studio 2 because of Obsidian Sip. Obsidian Sip is just awesome because it's like I have all the envelopes, all the LFOs, and you can still kind of do a little bit of a sampling in there that we just make things happen. And it's just low CPU efficiency. It's like, it's kind of like the, like a weird version of VM3. And that's mm. how I put it towards there. And so then... With that, my second one, it would have to be Pulp House from Audio Damage. Like, lately I've been, like, when it first came out, I was like, oh, yeah, this is awesome. I have finally got something to do, you know, that, that auto pump. But then the beginning, the, um, like, when you went to export, especially on, like, any dog, no matter what it was, you try to export it, the, the effect would just be gone. But ever since mm. they fixed that, that's been, like, my favorite go-to. Like, a lot of my songs, you can hear, basically hear just, you know, just pumping and coursing throughout out each of the song. And... Number three would be, honestly, I don't know what number three would be because the rest of this is just basically just going with those two things right there. Well, actually, you know what? I'll, I'll put Beatmaker 3 as number three because what, what people don't understand is like, okay, Beatmaker 3 is, is like one of the most based, greatest place to actually do sound design in. I think mm -hmm. that and Aria Pro. More or less, I'd say Aria Pro because you, you, know, you can actually to with one finger move the actual audio file around. But with Beatmaker 3, when it comes to like sites and edits and chopping and doing pitch shifting, like that's far numb. It's just a great one. And then you can easily just export it and put it in the file right there. Like like people gotta understand like like filing everything, like that that's crucial. And Beatmaker 3 is one of those apps that nail it in the park. And mm. that's for like synth sounds. Like software synths or I mean synth app, it's like I use so many of them. Like, like at any point, it's like if I feel like say, you know, Phosphor Two, I go Phosphor Two, or maybe um, like say Synth Master One. Like for me, it's like anything I can just think of and I just use it and I just and I just go with it. Like like going like over years, like I use like the um like a place or rents for like a longest of time, and then then I use went yeah, on to the Moogs, and it's just. And it's like, like now I want to actually go into like true um, sound design where it's like I can just go outside, take a, you know, record those same crickets that, you know, Cheese saw, just turn them into like a synth 
<laughs> like that's like my ultimate goal just to actually start doing because it's like like once you understand you can make sound using sound or using sound signals to affect sound signals like it just becomes just a just your whole mind just becomes a universe just when it's like just me just saying I can just turn that to like like some snares or hi-hats and when you start thinking like that it's like like man this is just like life is good yeah infinite, <laughs> infinite possibilities at that point definitely yeah, it's like opening Pandora's box. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. yeah. So you were talking before how um like how everybody had got into uh into into music like too how like how you like how you like get, get into like making beats and stuff like that. Like, um, I always loved it since a kid. Like I remember uh-huh. being like. They got video of me at like the old school video too, like the crazy film where that shit bounces. Where I'm like four VHS. years old trying to break dance. I've just always been a hip hop head, and I yeah. always pop beats. Uh-huh. And um, I started rapping first. Yeah, I, I used to rap. Yeah, I have a few albums out there. Like, but don't, I stopped don't sleep. that. Don't sleep. Yeah, yeah, balls we. Too. Yeah, we. I, <laughs> that was my thing. But I always, I wasn't a hundred percent happy. Like, I mm-hmm. love to write. I love to write. That's like my biggest thing. But I always like the background, the production. That was my, that's what makes me 100% happy. Mm-hmm. Like putting everything together. I think that's, that's my thing in life. Like just being able to put things together and make it a complete project is what yeah. I really like. And um, to be honest, I know it's going gonna, it's gonna to sound so funny, but like I have three kids you know what I mean? My youngest is 16. My oldest is 22. So at some point you got to be like, mom is not going to be rapping anymore. I got to grow the fuck up. <laughs> so I was like, I'm just going to chill with the rapping. It's not my love. So I, I kind of sat back and that's really the reason. I mean, not that I couldn't get on, on a, on a, a song right now and murder it. I definitely could. I did the other day. You know what I and mean? But will. it's just, and she will. <laughs> yeah. Sife is forcing me out of retirement. Yeah. She, yeah for, but for one song you doing. No, for two, the remix too. <laughs> yeah, but right. <laughs> I'm getting on that remix. If I'm doing the first one, I'm doing the remix. But, um, my, I I just my found love, you on uh, Apple music. Oh, you there's so many people that, Afternoon nah. Central Park. That's that's not you. Nah, it's so many people with my name. Like, which oh. is funny because I'm ASCAP and everything. And but that's crazy. so many people. Listen, I even got sued for my name. My original was Yo, with it. That with was I. It was M I S L E D. Yeah, remember that, bro? What was that yeah. like? Twelve years ago. This Something rock like group. This yeah, this white like, war group like sued 11, me for my name. Yeah. So I changed it. I took the I out and just made it M S L E D. But and and then you know I I did everything officially and so they really shouldn't even be on there and I could pull them at any time but it's like you know I'm not rapping right now so I don't even mm-hmm. care. But my love is is production so I actually like I, I think I said it last episode what happened about 12 15 years ago I think matter of fact it actually was about 17 years ago because my youngest wasn't even born I used to, you know, being stupid, didn't know too much. I used to just throw every beat I made on the internet. And this is when the internet was first popping. I was on AOL, yeah. like literally. Yeah. And you got to wait three hours <laughs> to get online. Yeah. And I, I used to just throw, me and Sife, we used to be on uh, a lot of forums and battle rap. That's how we started battling. We used to yeah. battle cats. I used to be in the Bronx all the time battling this shit too. Yeah. But um, we started doing it on the internet for, you know, contests and all type of shit on all these websites and we became known. And um, I used to throw all my beats on there and 
a very known producer and rapper, he's a rapper too, he raps over his own shit, stole one and really became famous off of one of my beats. And that broke my heart. So That's I just true. fell back and I stopped producing for years. And I just started mm. again, like literally a couple of years ago, like, fuck it. Cause I missed oh, it. Man. Yeah. So, but it was a lesson learned, but um, play with me now. All my shit is right. I did. I hope one of you play with me now and take something, please. Yeah. <laughs> but um, oh. but that, that was, that was just one of the demises that we had, you know, starting out real early. Yeah. Just being yeah, young early. and not knowing. Yeah, just not knowing anything. Right. It was all still pretty new. And like Saif said last episode too, we talked about there's a very one of the top five. I, I guarantee he's top five in everyone's list that stole some of Cypher's lyrics off the internet. You know what uh, I mean? And that's oh, been, where I've he didn't even catch it. I caught it and called him like, "Yo, bro, you heard this this new album? Well, I'm sending you this track. Go listen to it right now." And he's like, "Yo, that sounds familiar. Yeah, that's yours, fool." That's why it sounds familiar. You spit this five, six years ago on this track. Like, cause I remember everything. I got a good memory. Uh, and yeah, it's just crazy. You just gotta, you know. Yeah, he was just uh, like, what? People were bugging like, yo, that track is fired. You hear mm -hmm. such a I'm like, yeah, I heard it. <laughs> yeah, I heard it. Yeah. You know yeah, that's, that's crazy that y'all say that. Cause like, that kind of happened to me in a way of, okay, so am I, in my process of trying to be like, okay, you know what, my stuff sounded good enough. Maybe I should try the whole thing of like putting it out on the internet because I didn't know that I was naive. You know, still in my late thirties, not knowing this. I'm not naive. I'm trying, hey, let me try beat star and stuff like that. Or I was trying to like, how can I get myself out there when I was trying to be, you know, all popular and stuff like that. And so I was going on there and I was looking at this one article and, and this one person was like, hey, try to use Creative Commons. And so Creative Commons is basically, it's like it's still a copyright, but basically you can use my song, but you guys got to be able to um to, to say, hey, this was made by the producer. So I did that, and like I had an album, it was called, um, and one of the songs was called Crispy Roses, which I made like 2000, I made 2015, and like the bell sound, I used Magellan, because that was the time I was like, ooh, because I was looking on, on um, YouTube, like, oh, I can make a bell sound, so I made bell sound, and so I did that, like, if y'all go on the internet, Right now, go to YouTube and put J1 and not star, but the um the star in the um the star asterisk like on the computer, like shift yeah. and eight, and, and and type in crispy roses. And if you listen to the to the intro of it, it will sound like a song that everyone probably know and love. And, and it is, probably oh, is <laughs> because <laughs> oh it oh it is. Listen, Man, I was I in the music company for years, and that's what they do. They steal shit from yeah. all of us underground people. They, they just know. Got a whole, yeah, whole subdivision. Got a whole floor. There's a, there was a, like I remember going to to a label at a time, dropping demos off or whatever, and then like, like I remember like this one beat that was on on my demo. Now the beat that I made, like the mix was ass, like and everything like that. But like the the structure of the song, like you could hear like the like the chords and everything in it, and then like there was this real popular R and B song that came out. And I would, I remember I heard it. I was like, wait a minute. I was like, because like before, as it was going along, I, like I'd never heard it before. And I'm sitting down at the keyboard and I'm playing it. <laughs> like, nah. Yeah. Like, nah. Like, it, nah. It, it throws you off. Like, I can't believe it. Like, is this real? Like, yeah. yeah. And I was, I told my boy, I was like, yo, I think he stole my song. He's like, 
You want to sue them? I was like, I can't sue nobody. <laughs> like, I'm, number one, I don't have a lawyer. Number two, this is a conglomerate, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, and yeah. you got to have that good lawyer money yeah. to come up against yeah. them. Yeah, they'll, they'll just keep you in court. Just like, just, yep. just to, just to, to, yeah, you take all your money up. away. So you'd be like, nah, you know what? Forget it. Like, yeah. that's, how, that's how lawsuits go against high powered attorneys and uh, mm-hmm. groups of attorneys. That's, I mean, they just, they'll drag your ass out, boy. You know, I, I sort of still, you know in the beginning there was so there was nothing there to help us. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Now there's so many different things where you can run your thing through and you own it. You know, you know they know you own it. So if it comes out again, they pick it up. You know, it's so many things now. Thank yeah. God that you that you can use to protect right. yourself. Having an we came a long way. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And like, and but the lesson that I learned from there were actually two things. Like number one, you know, you got to be more careful and protect yourself. And then number two, that was my thought process because like when I heard it. And I, like, sure, I could have been like, yeah, I could have went on the internet and caused a big stink. But then I was like thinking, wait, if I made something that someone sampled just the intro of it and made a, a, a well-known hit, I can keep on making stuff. That yeah, gave you me the motivation of, mm-hmm. of, hey, if I did that, I can make the next one's going to be better than that. Right. Like, okay, mm-hmm. now that you, you know, that, that, that showed that, hey, you know, that I'm, I'm on to something. And yep. that's... And that's how I thought about it. That's how I just kept on kept on going. Funny, mm-hmm. it's funny that you say that too, because that that kind of correlated to some of the stuff that happened to me early on too, where I ended up ghostwriting for some people. Right. So I mean, like people's like, oh. yeah, that's where we both ended up. We ventured into just ghostwriting, right? And then yeah. <laughs> we were stuck there for a while. Listen, yeah, for a minute. yeah and then, then if it pays the bills, it pays the bills. I mean, you know, then eventually it gets to the point where you know I just kind of got. Out on doing that too, like you know, you just need to do your own thing, you know. Right. So much time could pass, but that that itch is it's in you, and you still you just got to do your own thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's crazy. Because I know, because I know what got me started in the music. Like my dad is a musician. What well, was a musician? He still messes around and stuff like that. To my father, uh, he used to be, used to be a drummer, and so naturally, when I was a kid, I was on the drums and the piano. You know, he bought me my first keyboard when I was like, oh, man, maybe four or five years old, something like that. He had me on the drum since I could sit on his lap. So, you know, <laughs> you know, so I always just messed around. He always played a lot of just live band music and, you know, old school. I mean, I, I was exposed to so many different types of music that I just always had a love for. It. Uh-huh. And so, you know, throughout the years, I dabbled in other instruments and stuff like that. And, you know, but the older I got, the more I kind of understood this element called hip hop. And I'm like, Man, you know, <laughs> I'm really feeling this. Like, man, I like what they did with this. And I like, how did they do that? Or, man, did you hear what he just said? So I fe- immediately fell in love because originally I started out more in the R&B as a kid. You know, I was big in the R&B, a lot of R&B and 70s funk, 70s funk bands and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, I, I, I'm still a big nerd when it comes to that. Like, shoot, Cameo came through last year. I had to go see him. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I had to go see Cameo and Morris Day. Morris Day. <laughs> Yo, Morris Day used to be my shit, bro. Remember when they used to have the, 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 um, was it, the BMI tape companies where you would get the tape for like a penny or something like that? Yeah. Yo, I had like wild Morris Day tapes, yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I used to yeah, wear like, it. Yeah. Do, that, do that dance? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, words. So, you know, I'm big on, uh, you know, so those 80s, 80s bands and stuff like that, groups and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I was, but long story short, I always had a love for music. 
And so when I discovered that, you know, I can actually kind of do some music myself, you know, I started out everybody, you know, kind of like with the whole church choir and yeah. singing in the choir and stuff like that. You know, that was cool and all. And then I was just kind of like, well, man, I really like this rap shit. So, you know, so I just, you know, I think since, yeah, since middle school, I started writing rhymes and stuff like that, but I would never spit them in front of everybody. I was just known mm. as the beatbox, the beatbox yeah. cat, cause I could beatbox my ass mm. off. So yeah. I would beatbox for the freestyle, for the cypher circles. And that's where the name cypher came from. It's like, that's yo, dope. turn to a cypher. And basically they hollered at me to start with the beatbox. <laughs> you know, Which is crazy because he yeah. has crazy presence. Like, and he just has that, like he, it's natural for him. Like. That's dope. That's so I was real shy and timid about spitting spitting my rhymes and stuff like that for years until I hooked up with some of my, my buddies that I'm still, you know, great friends with to this day, best friends. We called ourselves Delphi. Not to be confused with Ill, you know, Illadelphi or nothing like that, but we called yeah. it a Dominion of Enlightened Lyricists promoting higher intelligence. And so yeah. yeah, yeah. And so what we would do is, you know. Uh, sit back and write rhymes, stuff like that. And my boy Darius, shout out to Darius Vision. You remember Vision from the board, sis? Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. He used to be like, "Bro, man, your stuff is dope, man. You need to spit that in the in the, in the circle. Like, you need to spit some of this stuff. It's fire." And I'm thinking, nah, I don't know, man. You know, I'm thinking it's corny, and I'm like, I mean, it's cool and stuff. Like, man, ain't nobody gonna be feeling this old super scientific lyrical type of shit that I be on sometimes. But I tell you what, one day I did it, and then shit. That was it ever since. Everybody's like, yo, listen, man, it's how long you, miss this when did you start? <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, and so, and then that's when it started migrating into, uh, like my boy, shout out to Inertia. Um, you can find him on IG too. He makes a lot of beats and stuff like that. Um, he, him and some other cats would, and XV, uh, a lot of cats know who XV is. Uh, these cats would come to school and we would all be in the cypher circles and Cats would bring in the instrumentals. You know, we'd have to play them over the Walkman with the speaker or, you know, on, on the boom box or something like that. And, you know, ever since then, you know, we would just compete all the time, compete all the time. And then fast forward a little further at the same time, that's when the internet was starting to pick up and I was getting uh -huh. into forums and messing around on the internet and got into the battle rap scene uh, on the internet. And that's how me and Sis hooked up, you know, was hooking up on the battle rap scene on the internet. You know, tearing tearing cats' heads off back yeah, then. Yeah, I, I was running <laughs> through a bunch of cats, and he was like, "Who who's this bitch? Who is oh, this? <laughs> like, this chick is, this chick is killing these niggas. Like, who is this? And then, you know, so that you know, that's how that that marriage came to fruition. But yeah, we used to tear cats cats' heads off on the internet as far as the early battle rap days, early that's early dope. battle rap days. You know, with, with cats like uh, uh, Mickey Fax and Half Past Seven and. Like, it was a whole bunch of us that was just, you know, starting out, you know, back then in the battle rap scene on the internet, you know, yeah. versus what it is now with the URL and KOTD and, you know, all these other battle rap organizations. Mm. Yeah, we, we started know, that shit. Yeah, we came from, the, <laughs> from the early ground floor mm -hmm. stages of, you know, what, you know, what it turned into now. But, you know what's crazy, too? Not to interrupt you, bro, but I'm going to interrupt you. One day, I, I don't know what I was looking. Oh, I, I'm, I'm bugging. I was looking for Driz. This this bitch I think was better than me as a lyricist. This chick that we I met. I track with Driz. Yeah, me too. I got like a half a mixtape we never dropped, which is sad because she's amazing. Her name was Driz Mommy, but she retired. But anyway, I was thinking about her uh, recently, so I was like looking shit up to try to find her, wow. and I ended up on Wiki, and it was um, 
if you look up battle rap and go to the wiki, me and Driz are in there for just smoking dudes and starting shit before Queen of the Ring and stuff. And I was tripping like, wow, this is crazy. I never even knew this existed. Yeah, word, word. Good old days. Yeah. So what what was the name of the website? We uh, misled had our own website too. You know, had oh, we own- had so many. We had Words of Wisdom was the one. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sacred Odyssey. Society. Odyssey was heavy on Sacred Society. Um. Uh, it was a few. I don't even remember all of them. L O. Yeah. It was so many. But but yeah, that's 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 pretty much, you know, the gist of, you know, how I really got into, you know, doing music. But as far as beat making, I was never big into making beats myself until mm-hmm. pretty much the iOS, you know, uh sis been beating me upside the head for the last few years. Like, yo, you need to get you an iPad so you can do this. Yo, you need to get you an iPad and do this. And I'm like, Man, I don't even know nothing about Apple. I don't know nothing about none of that stuff. You know, <laughs> and this saying? is because I know he's capable of it. I know what's yeah. in it. He's a musician yeah. at heart. So I'm yeah. I'm like, listen, and you're gonna stop asking me to make your albums and you're gonna make a damn album. Because <laughs> 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 I'm just you're gonna it have worked. to make some beats. <laughs> last album, last album I recorded uh, two halves of the same brain. Shout out to Bloody Hands. Uh did that, you know, it was just scheduled studio time. Uh that was Yo, nice. that's a crazy album too. Definitely yeah, get that. Check it out. Yeah, two halves to the same brain. And uh we record that whole album in like three hours. So yeah, him and Bloody Hands, that's 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 a crazy duo. Like that album is insane. Yeah, I'll make sure I'll try to I'll send you guys a link to it or something. So yeah, uh, definitely send me some. You're gonna uh, wake the fuck up when you start playing this. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. You're just gonna wake up like, oh shit. So, but yeah, that was the last album we done, and that was like, uh, I want to say like four years ago now, something like that. But that's why it's time to do something new because I jumped into beat making over the last year and a half. I've only been trying to learn this production game on iOS for like the last year and a half. So, mm. you know, I'm still a baby in the game as far as you know, iOS production, so to speak. Uh-huh. But, uh, at the same time, and I, I love it and I enjoy it, and you know, I'm gonna keep trying to get better at it. You know, that's just crazy. having fun. We're just having fun with it. That's crazy. That's that's dope. I started like making beats like in '99, but like before that, like I went to school for music. Um, like, uh, like this with the the dude who, who party I went to last night. He was on like in a music school um, or whatever. And um, and I remember my boy talking. I was in seventh grade. Pete Rock had did this song with this dude named Adore. Let it all hang out. And um, that song, yeah. and then um, and then they reminisce over you. I think came out in that same year. That's, that's my joint. Man. I told I got the and, vinyl right behind me. Yeah, I, I got the vinyl too. I got <laughs> yeah. that. The vinyl for that. The vinyl for straightening it out. Those, you know, literally those two singles, like or those three singles, I should say. The, the Let It All Hang Out, um, Troy, and uh, and, and Straighten It Out. My man had came to school was like, "Yo, I heard Pete Rock got paid five thousand dollars to make that beat." I was like, five thousand dollars?" He was like, "Yeah." <laughs> Ever since then, like I, I I've been eyeing my mother's vinyl. <laughs> and like everything, I was like, yo, as soon as I get a sampler and it's on, like even when I was in high school, I would buy CDs, I would buy my old music. I'd be like, yo, when I get a sampler, I'm gonna sample this, I'm gonna sample that, I'm gonna sample this, sample that. And then like one summer, like um, like I, I talked, I was talking to my homeboy, and, and um, because I was I was playing like bass in a um and jazz band and shit like that. And he and he was like, um, and we was DJing like parties and stuff like that. And we was DJing on the radio, 
he was like, yo, I thought you um thought you said you wanted to make beats. I was like, I do. I just can't afford no samples. He was like, yo, we can work up here this summer. Um, they're gonna pay us. We can we can basically make our own um make our own schedule, and they'll pay us like they they paid us a nice little amount of money. So I took my first check, bought me um you remember you remember my car S twenties. I bought me one of those. I bought that. I bought a um, a four track and a um a drum machine, a Yamaha keyboard. And, and then after that, like I like I was making whack ass beats. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> we all did. We all did. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes and I still do. Like I was like, gonna I say, I still do. Yeah. The first joint of the day is usually fucking do do. Like <laughs> you know, it's opposite for me. Usually the first joint is fire, then the next one is poop. Like yeah. <laughs> it depends right. on the day, but yeah, yeah. I'm with cheese yeah. though. First, uh, first that first one, yeah, just that warm up. I'm gonna save this because I might come back to it like it. Come back. <laughs> but uh, and then after that, like I, I just started buying mad like gear and mad hardware and stuff like that. And, and um, and like yo, I used I used to rap as well, like, but I never I can never I can never write a verse. Like I was always like um like always like I was always collecting instrumentals. And if like I couldn't get the instrumental, I was like making like pause tapes, and, you know what I'm saying? Like so, and I would bring them to like when I was in high school, or bring them like to to my boys. I'm like, yo, look what I got! Click, and they're like, yo, how you do that? I'm like, don't you worry about that. We just go straight to this. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and, and, and then like, like I wanted to rap, but I, but like you know what I mean? But I was like, I, I was looking at like like what they was putting out there as rappers, and I knew I wasn't that. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, I can't get up and talk about. Busting no guns and nothing like that. I was like, oh, I go to school. Like my mother's a teacher, and I go to school. You know what I'm saying? And yo, hey, yo, to this day, I tell my homeboy. I tell my homeboy to this day. I was like, yo, man. Like if Kanye would have would have been out in the '90s, I would probably have gone a different route. You know what I mean? Like I, because I, I, like, because to me, Kanye was like the first rapper that came out and said like, yo, I don't shoot guns. I don't do this. I don't do that. I just like to rap. And be a fucking nerd and a widow, and it's okay to do that. You know what I mean? Like, and, and yeah, like he had the whole backpack movement behind him. <laughs> yeah, you know, he, like yeah, bro, like Kanye was wearing yeah. Carlton Banks, uh, yeah, uh, wearing uh, the polos, <laughs> the polos, yeah, bro. I remember <laughs> watching Fresh Prince, like, yo, Carlton's shirts is fire. He's just not rocking them right. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, getting tucking them shits in like that. Like, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> But uh, yeah. nah, I did like then like I ended up like like um like that's how I bought the bought the bought the gear and just ended up learning it and like it, I've been hooked ever since man like it was hooked ever since like like yo it's crazy because the microphone I have now I bought off eBay in 1999 for like a hundred dollars and that joint still works and it, and it works it works perfectly you know what man. I mean and, and, and like and people be like yo this mic is great man must have cost you I'm like hundred dollars a hundred dollars you know but like like I, I yo it's it's crazy like just how far you know how far shit has come and yeah like, word you know and but, everybody's respective journeys in it too you know mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. how far everything has came man you know what's what's in front of us now is just yeah. incredible it's incredible now yeah. um what are we discussing next week mm. I don't know I mean it's that's a I don't, mm. I'm open what you thinking I don't know. I don't care. I have everything. And if I don't have it, I'll get it. Actually, you know what we should do, Jay? 
since you went to, I never really, um, it's funny, I have Nano Studio and never played with it. It just sat there. Um, maybe you could walk us through some Nano Studio next week. Yeah, I can do that. And tell us, you know, the, the pros, the cons. Like I need to get it. Do. Yeah, I don't have any of And you know I what? I'll play with it. Yeah. I'll play with it studio. this week. Nano Studio. It's Two. on the phone as well. Nah, uh, um, it's only on um iPad. On the iPad, the original right. Nano Studio, you can get it on the phone. But, but it's uh, Nano Studio too. Yeah, it's yeah. Nano Studio too. So yeah, we are. Well, that didn't work well. What's in your iPad? What's in your iPad? This is uh, I don't even know what number we're up to, but check us out on IG. Um, chick on the beat. Uh, we sample everything on IG, fellas. Plug your social medias. It hit me up at Beatmaker is the squad. You Go can ahead, find Jay. me at J1 Star Beats. At J1 Star Beats. You can get at me at Cypher Omni, C Y P H A O M N I. 